Hi, this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. And today we are recapping the book 1984 by George Orwell, Chapter 2, Part 8. And Heather has going to recap Chapter 2, Part 7. So in Chapter 2, Part 7, we learned more about Winston's childhood and his relationship with his mother and his sister um, who had disappeared. It turns out when he was a child, he was extremely demanding regarding food. He was an asshole. Basically, he would whine, steal, and try to get his mom and sister's portions of their daily rations. His mother would always give in and give him more than his fair share. Um, on occasions, he would actually steal food from his baby sister's hands. He literally stole candy from a baby. Yes. She was about two or three years old. and he Not was, even. Wasn't she only like one? Yeah, she was Like, she was, she was definitely still on the tit. She was. And yeah. he was about ten. I thought he was twelve. It, well, it says <laughs> ten to twelve years old. Okay. We don't, we don't know exactly Either the Either way, he was an asshole. And um, so we did learn that he ran off in shame during one of these... Episodes. episodes and when he returned his mother and his sister were gone vanished uh, without a trace they did not take any of their belongings not even their jackets and to this day he doesn't know what happened to them never to be seen again there's some theories about um possibly his sister was sent to a re reclam uh, reclamation center basically like an orphanage maybe left somewhere to die because she was always so sickly or maybe a work camp and it's thought that his mom probably went to a work camp um julia of course we learned more about her and jenna will let you know all about julia julia so winston was confiding in julia all this information and i literally all i have for my notes for the recap of part seven is Basically, we learn that Julia is a selfish, careless bitch that doesn't give a shit about anything unless it directly affects her. Winston and Julia's morals do not align. While Winston was a selfish little asshole, he did pull himself together and grow up, while Julia is still a selfish little bitch. Basically. That's about it. Yeah. Not to be too blunt. No. I don't think I could be any more blunt, but that's, yep. It's very accurate. The way that the book depicts her is is exactly that. She's very selfish. She's been that way since the beginning. Yeah. So now we're on to ch um, chapter eight. And this was like so confusing to me because the first thing that they say is they had done it. They had done it at last. And I'm all, what the fuck did they do? I know. I'm like, they've already had sex. Like, like what are they doing? Did they what happened did they do a murder suicide thing they, they just decided to kill themselves together I, I i was so confused at first so um we find out that they were standing um in o'brien's house because remember a few chapters or parts ago o'brien had contacted winston and had told him how great his um his what is it, his news speak was his articles his articles his for writings. the record department or not record department but for the uh, changing the articles and yeah, the, whatever. He, it, all is that. A, work, it is a record department. Yeah, he works his, for the record department. He, he alters. He, I didn't think he worked for the record. I thought the girl, Julia, worked for the record department. Now I'm Julia confused. Julia is the one that works 
in the records in department. In the record department, yeah. yeah. She writes the Winston, books and yeah, stuff, and like Winst- the novels, the smut novels. Yeah, and, and is in the news department. Yeah, yeah. He's in the news department, newspeak department. That's what it is. Yeah, so he is in charge of... Articles, media. Articles, media, changing, altering, whatever they need altered. Yeah. So, anyways, um, he... So O'Brien had contacted him and had said, oh, I have an extra, a new updated edition of the dictionary. And so he had invited Winston to his house to pick it up. Well, Winston brought Julia for some reason. Yeah, I was really shocked when I saw her name that they arrived together because I was thinking, wow, that's pretty bold. ballsy. That's bold. That's fucking ballsy. And I'm like, what the fuck? Winston supposed to be party of one not fucking bring your girlfriend to work day like what are you doing on your secret mission day like what are you doing that could totally whatever that could totally like just that fuck everything so sideways for it, him it would it could have gone so bad so then they were so they're standing there and all of a sudden um they they noticed that o'brien's telescreen is turned really low and his house is super nice and he has, um, it was just very spacious. It smelled of good food, good tobacco. There was white jacketed servants and elevators that worked. Mm-hmm. Creamy white long hallways. Oh, the hallways though. Uh-huh. The hallways. Yeah. I tripped out because Winston said the hallways looked like no one had ever touched them. No grime and nothing. Yeah, no grease, no dust, no bullshit. It's like a house like we have now. Like, it was very nice. Yeah, it was super nice. And I'm just like, like, like Dorothy, we're not in Kansas anymore. Winston, we're not in the ghetto anymore. But that's not even the ghetto. That's like that's where Winston normal. is from. Winston is from, like, middle class. Mm-hmm. Because the, the other people, the paroles are the... Lower Ghetto, class, yeah. lower class. But it's like, it's almost like um, they're getting a little taste of what it's like for the, like the upper of the 1%. Yeah, so, um, so O'Brien was, um, was doing his work and talking into the speak, right? And did I skip ahead? I feel like I skipped ahead. I'm sorry. Did I skip ahead? Um, no. I mean, basically, you're right on track where I was also following along. It just described what you had stated about what the house looked like and everything. Oh, yeah. Here it is. No, I got it here. I need to highlight like you do. Um, so the, the, the tell screen that he was reading off of was items one comma five comma seven approved full wise stop suggestion contained item six double plus ridiculous virgin crime think cancel stop unproceed construction wise anti anti getting plus full estimates machinery overhead stop and message so i translated that into like our own terminology and so it says in translation to like not newspeak but like american english of today yeah items one five and seven approved fully suggest the he's suggesting that item six is really really ridiculous and on the verge of thinking of doing a crime construction is coming along many extra machines they're gonna have many extra machine like in the plenty full department yeah so that's that's what i got that was like my translation I don't know if I'm right because I'm not fluent in Newspeak, but I'm, I feel like I am pretty fluent. 
<laughs> I, I did not translate any of that. I just highlighted it. So it sounds great to me. <laughs> um, so then he, um, so Winston is still like terrified and he's also, he starts to get embarrassed because he's like, what if, what if it was a mistake? What if O'Brien, what if he's there and like O'Brien's not even a political conspirator? Maybe he like read everything wrong because all he's basing this off of is one random look four months ago in a mm. two minute of hate and him saying hey I like your shit hey come over and I have a new copy of the dictionary that's it there's nothing else to go off of but even, and he's basing even, everything off of this and bringing Julia yeah but even when we got to that part earlier and we discussed it we both were like bullshit on it's just about the Newspeak dictionary like yeah. there's something more so I think that he he was pretty confident obviously that he brought her that, that O'Brien was, you know, who he thought he was because he wouldn't have brought her. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, but still, like, you know when you're in those moments and you second guess everything, like, maybe I read read this wrong. Maybe I read yeah. the room wrong. Maybe, and you get that, like, st- pit stomach, except for him. It's not like, oh, this is going to be embarrassing. This is, oh, I'm going to die now. I'm going to get vaporized now. There it is. Bye. And so is Julia. Yeah. Oops. So, sorry, babe. Yeah, my bad. I guess I was wrong. Um, so, all of a sudden, O'Brien turns off his tell screen, and I wrote, You can turn it off? Oh, you can yeah. do that? Yeah. I wrote it, and then I read Winston says, yeah. You can turn it off? Yeah. And then O'Brien's like, We can turn it off. We have that privilege. Yeah. But only You're... like 30 minutes. Yeah. And so, yeah, we find that out literally like 30 minutes later or that not 30 minutes later but we find out in a little bit that yeah they can only turn it off for a short while otherwise it would raise suspicion but they do have a privilege of turning it off which i wonder why they are allowed to i guess just they have that privilege yeah they just have that and to have it down low and everything because in winston's house and everywhere else it's so blaring and just in your ear and Mm -hmm. it's just constantly there so, um, so they both just kind of stare at each other because nobody wants to talk first. <laughs> and, um, and then O'Brien says, shall I say it or will you? And Winston says, I will say it. That thing is really turned off. Like, he's still stuck on that. I would too, though. I and would want to yeah. confirm. And, and he goes, and O'Brien's like, yeah, yeah, no, we're good. You can talk. Like, we're, we're good. And then Winston fucking lays everything out there. Like, he just, like, spelled, he, like, word vomit. Like, just mm-hmm. throws everything up. Like, he literally, I'll just read it. He says, we believe that there is some kind of conspiracy, some kind of secret organization working against the party and that you are involved in it. We want to join it and work for it. We are enemies of the party. We disbelieve in the principles of INSOG. In- we are thought criminals. We are also adulterers. I tell you this because we <laughs> want to put ourselves at your mercy. If you want us to incriminate ourselves in any other way, we are ready. Like, what are you doing? Why are you, like, <laughs> just to be like, hey, are you part of a conspiracy? We want it. No, no. Let me just give you everything. So, but I laughed so hard when I read that he said, we are also adulterers. Like, O'Brien cares. Come on. Like. Yeah, like, and then, and then there's Winston, and then right after all that, Winston's just like, probably like, eyes wide open, like, holding his breath, still nervous, like, what's gonna happen next? I would have loved to see the look on Julia's face when he just blurted that all yeah, out. Yeah, all of it. She's, She's probably, probably like, like, what the fuck? 
about like hitting him? Like, what the fuck is? What do you do? Shut the fuck up. Why? Why? <laughs> um. So. And he, then it's like he says we throwing her under the bus. Uh-huh. Well, why else would you be there? I know. I know. So then we find out that um, the servant, his name is Martin, and he's one of them. And so Brian literally turns to him and goes, hey, we're, we're doing business now, so you're not a servant now, Martin. Come, have a seat. And you know what? Not that it really matters, but he's Chinese. No. I mean, yes. But we find out later that we don't really know what he is because they changed their faces. And and Winston, uh, not Winston, uh, O'Brien is Mongolian. Oh, was that it? I thought mm-hmm. that. Okay, I thought Martin. Yeah, he's had from Mongolia, them. and then the the. Um, so I was thinking, like, are they from Eurasia then? Because like that's Asian countries. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we find out more. We'll find out more. Because they're always talking but... about Eurasia, Eurasian yeah. soldiers and stuff. So I'm like, are they like? Is there different branches of their? Well, there's three. You... There's three of them. There's Wait. Eurasia, East no, Asia. No, I mean different branches of like the um, the party no not the party the uh, brotherhood oh you know what i mean like so you think like, that he's part of maybe the a other head one. of like the eurasian one or like if there's different but there's no head that's true yeah yeah we find that out yeah, later too true. you're okay. getting to a head okay okay, okay 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 so they had red wine for the first time like mm-hmm. martin brings red wine and julie's over there i just like picture it like sniffing it like like what 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 is this like i don't understand and then when they're gonna leave we gotta get there yeah but she's like wait a minute yeah so um <laughs> the so apparently the auto the outer party does not get wine and so that's what uh o'brien says that they're just they don't get wine on the outer party or anything good like that so like literally they never had it and so it goes so o'brien says for his like cheers like we should cheers i think it's fitting that we should begin by drinking a health to our leader to emmanuel goldstein so yeah, there so it is. is the leader yeah yep. confirmation confirmation right there and then winston drank it and i was just like laughing because he's always read about it but never had it and he thought that it would taste intensely sweet taste like a blackberry jam and have this like immediate intoxicating effect and he was like disappointed like he's like this shit does not taste good well this is not okay it also says too because like he drinks so much gin that the wine to him is just like nothing because the gin is probably a lot stronger oh yeah yeah so then um o'brien confirmed that goldstein is not only real but he's also alive but he just doesn't know where he is and then they find out that the brotherhood is real and this is when O'Brien says that they only have 20 minutes to talk. Um, inter-party members can only have their tell screens turned off for 20 minutes or 30 minutes at the most. So O'Brien asks them, what are you prepared to do? And Winston answers with anything, with anything that we are capable of. And O'Brien is more paying attention to Winston and talking to Winston and is facing Winston and kind of just ignores Julia, which I think kind of shows that, like, women don't really have... Yeah, it seemed very, like... He was archaic very, as far as... Yeah, he's very dismissive of her. Like, she just wasn't she's there. She's not even there. Like, what? Like, yeah. And and I think it even said that um, it was thought, or, like, unspoken, that Winston would just speak for her. Yeah. 
like yeah like that's which yeah yeah, yeah. so um i mean he did invite winston there and that is his her guest, so that kind of makes sense too. Yeah, because he didn't even guest. invite Julia, so he yeah. could be thinking like, uh, "Why, why am I even going to talk to her? I didn't invite. We her. don't this even know who she is. This yeah. having nothing to do with you." Yeah, you know? like I invited. So, Winston. um, so then she, so then O'Brien asked like a laundry list of questions, one at a time, and and Winston answers yes to everything. So it's, you are prepared to give your lives. You are prepared to commit murder. Yes, yes commit acts of sabotage which may cause the death of hundreds of innocent people yes betray your country to foreign powers yes you are prepared to cheat to forge to blackmail to corrupt the minds of children to distribute habit forming drugs to encourage prostitution to disseminate venereal venereal diseases to do anything which is likely to cause demoralization and weaken the power of the party Yes, if for um, and then if for example it would somehow serve our interest to throw sulfuric acid in a children's face, are you prepared to do that? Yes. I wrote what the fuck. I did too. One. What the fuck? We acid in kids' like, face. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Like everything else, I'm like okay, okay. Yeah. Even I didn't even write like what the fuck to like the murder habit forming drugs because. I feel like that, that's already that's happening. Already happening. <laughs> but, like, to actually throw yeah. something on someone's face, yeah. like, that's pretty harsh. And then you're prepared to lose your identity and live out the rest of your life as a waiter or a dock worker. Yes. You're prepared to commit suicide. If and when we order you to do so, yes. And then the only no answer is you are prepared, the two of you, to separate and never see one another again. And this is when Julia's like, no. Yeah. And and then Winston and then Winston sits there and thinks for a while. He's like, mm, uh, well, I uh, guess. Well, yeah, she said no. no. Yeah, no, we can't separate. I better say no too. Yeah. Finally, he said no, and O'Brien was like, "You did well to tell me. It is necessary for us to know everything." So that was kind of cool that he is like. Okay, well, now we know, like... He wants to know what the limits are. Yeah, and if that's it, then that's when the question stopped. Yeah. But, you know, they won't leave each other, but they commit suicide and murder and everything else. Probably have to end up murdering each other. So, I don't know, it was just weird. Um... I and oh and I feel like that's almost what's, like, going on now. Like, innocent people are dying at the hands of extremists or governments like across the world not just like not, oh yeah not just talking about like just here or there any anywhere in particular just in general there's so many extremists extremists oh my gosh extremists extremists <laughs> <laughs> um that are like you know like just the the whole conspiracy with 9-11, whether it was our government or it was extremists. Either way, that's going on now where innocent people are dying. Children are dying. Yeah. Shit's going down and has been. Yeah. Since the beginning. I mean, since there's forever. terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. And, and everybody's like, well, is, are things happening from our government, within our government? Are they the extremists? What are they? And they're willing to die and they're willing to put themselves in danger for the it's better. Like the suicide bombers. Yeah, and exactly. All kind of so I'm like, dude, we're already there. I mean, I don't know how long we've been there for like suicide bombers and stuff, but I feel like we've, we've been there for a while. Um, so I think. 
So then I'm I was stuck. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, I know you got on the extremist. Yeah. I can't say S as I have a lisp. But um, after O'Brien, after they said no and they both agreed no, that's when O'Brien started talking about how they can change your identity um, physically. Um, he actually turned towards Julia and added in a, in a voice that was um, somewhat expressive. Uh, more. Oh my gosh. Yeah, expressive. <laughs> he said, Do you understand that even if he survives, meaning Winston, it will be as a different person? We may be obligated to give him a new identity. His face, his movements, the shape of his hands, the color of his hair. Even his voice would be different. And you, yourself, might become a different person. Our surgeons can alter people beyond recognition. Sometimes it is necessary. Sometimes we even amputate a limb. That is insane. So that, yeah, I like highlighted that and underlined that and I wrote wow on the side. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that is so gnarly. And um, and then Julia murmurs something that must be like, okay, because her face went like pale white. Like she's just mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? But I get like, we're here this far. Like what are they, now they're gonna vaporize us if I say no, we're, we're I'm in too deep now, you know, no matter what. So she murmurs something. Yeah. And then he goes, well, O'Brien says, good, then it's settled. And there was a silver box of cigarettes on the table, so they had, like, a, a celebratory cigarette. And then he says... Which cigarettes are a big deal, because remember oh, when yeah. Winston, like, dropped his last little, like, puff, and he was like, ah, he yeah. was so sad. Yeah, no, it is. And, and these are this is the good tobacco, too. Oh, yeah, this is the good shit. And then the other thing I just wanted to add, too, about, like, all of that, where I wrote, like, wow, it was giving me, like... Like FBI, like relocation, witness yeah, protection. Yeah, but program. they wouldn't amputate limbs and no, change your face. But this is like an extreme version yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So then what was weird was that O'Brien was like, Martin, make sure you take a good, long, hard look at these people because. And Martin's a servant. Martin's right? a servant, yeah. yeah. Um, because um, I may never see them again, but you will. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what's going to happen to O'Brien? But I guess you have to make sure. Actually, O'Brien had said, I probably won't see you again. Yeah, I think so. it's because he probably just doesn't want to associate with them now that they're going to be part of everything. Because once they're part of it, it's like, you're in now. Don't talk to me. Yeah. I they're going to have their own little missions. Yeah, I think I think so, too. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So, then he says that he's gonna, um, that they're gonna be, like, fighting in the dark. Always be in the dark. Never know what's gonna happen. You'll receive orders. You'll have to obey them without knowing why. You'll never receive, you'll never know what happens because of what you do. You'll never see the results. Mm-hmm. And that you'll only have, you can't, um, you'll, you won't even be able to recognize each other. You'll only have three to four contacts. And every so often, they'll be, like, renewed. The contact the contacts will be, like, different. Yeah. So, right now, it's going to be Martin and O'Brien, but O'Brien's going to excuse himself, and then it'll be Martin, and that's who he'll get orders from. Or, and then that'll probably change after a while. And then that'll, that'll change. And, um... And then don't forget the book. Yeah. He's going to give him the book. Yeah. So, um, he's going to... He said that... So, Brian said that they will get orders every so often, like I said, 
And after a while, they'll get a book about the Brotherhood. And then after that, that's when they become full members. After they read the book. After and they read the book. Yeah. And, Gold, it's, and it's Goldstein's book, right? Yeah, it's Goldstein's book. Sorry. Yeah, the, it's just like pretty much what I think it is. It's like a manual about what to do. And so, um, and the book keeps getting snatched up and from the the thought police and stuff they keep getting it and destroying all the copies so there's only a handful of copies out there and this brotherhood is such a secret that um so that way he can't snitch when he gets caught because they're like when you get caught not if when you get caught you you won't know anything yeah so you can't snitch and O'Brien and O'Brien said that his face or name might be changed or he'll be dead by then anyways. By the time he gets caught, like that yeah. O'Brien has already got it, it makes it sound like O'Brien's already changed his face so many times. Same with Martin. That they've already changed their face. Like they've already done um And that's why you said it doesn't really matter what they look like Chinese Mongolian because yeah. you never know. They could be something completely some other race or country yeah, or whatever. Completely. Yeah. And that there, there also there's no secret rewards, codes, conspiracies, handshakes. Members can't even recognize each other. And Goldstein doesn't even know who everybody is. So that makes me think, too, back when other people get vaporized. Are they really vaporized? Or do they were they part of oh. this? And then you don't know and they just changed their face. And that's why they that's why they disappeared. Because they never actually the police never get them. It's because Goldstein or whoever's pulling them out and changing them. Probably the police get some because some have Well, yeah, to be, some of them. But, but those are like publicly hanged and stuff. And we see what about the people we don't see publicly oh, hanged? Oh, shit. They're getting refaced. Like, re. Yeah. Um, not refaced. Well, yeah, they're yeah, getting re-faced. new identities and just oh, putting shit. back into the mix. Maybe they Maybe get, even to a different, like, probably to like a different country, even. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Maybe that's what happened with, um... His uh, mom. Or, uh, Smee. Or Smee. Syme. Syme. Because he was knowing too much. Remember, he's talking too much. So maybe Goldstein or whatever was like, whoever's his handler was like, you are, you're, you're making too much of a scene of yourself. You gotta go. And maybe they refaced him. And that's why O'Brien acted like he didn't even know him, because he's part of it, so he didn't want to be like... (gasps) <gasps> no way! What if he comes up later in the book, As but he has a new character. face? He has a new face. Oh, that'd be crazy! I if want you're somebody to it. come with a new face. It's gotta be him. I want to see his mom with a new face. Can you? Oh, what if it's Julia? Ew, that'd no, be that's really not disgusting. right. What if it was his? What if Julia was his sister? Ew. And they didn't know this it. It's going really sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't know. What if O'Brien was his dad? So many. I want it. I somebody's got to be get refaced in this. Like we have to see somebody's new face. It has to happen. I want it to happen really bad. Yeah, me too. Now. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, so (laughs) (laughs) so it goes on. This is this brotherhood is pretty bleak. So it goes on to say that you will get no camaraderie. No encouragement. When you're finally ha- caught, you'll get no help. We they never help their members. There there's no hope. There's yeah. no anything. There's no ch- there. Then there won't even be a change in their lifetime. This could take a thousand years for what they are working towards. 
Well, he did talk about the razor, though. So that's the only way they could help. Yeah, so they they could sneak you in a razor to get rid of somebody who's talking too much on your own fucking side. No, I took it as, like, if you get arrested, they'll sneak you a razor so you can commit suicide before you have to give anything up. Oh, really? That's how you took that? Yeah. No shit. I, yeah, I, I took it as, like, they said that you would be in No, prison. it says, when it is absolutely necessary that someone should be silenced, we are occasionally able to smuggle a razor blade into a prisoner's cell. You will have to get used to living with it without results and without hope. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I read into that wrong, but I, you could take that either way. Yeah, they can I guess smuggle you, could. you a razor and because you can, you need to be silenced. Because he did say, are you willing to commit suicide? And then yeah, that's when I saw the razor blade, yeah. and I took it as like, oh, I you would just but... offer yourself. But I guess it could go either way. You could offer yourself if you need to, or, or you can kill the guy in the cell next to you. Yeah, and it was actually. Um, O'Brien, who said it's time, it's almost time for you to leave, comrade. And then he, and then he said to Julia, and Julia, and then he also said, "Wait, the decanter is still half full." So O'Brien filled the glasses. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't Julia being like, "Wait, wait, it's still like we need more." It was actually O'Brien. Yeah, I uh, I read it as like Julia's like, "Wait a minute, there's still some wine in there. Like, let me get fucked up first. Yeah, because she's always so like, woo. Yeah, she's the fun one. So, um, O'Brien says, what shall we, like, pretty much, what shall we cheers to this time, to the confusion of the thought police, to the death of Big Brother, to humanity, to the future, and Winston says, to the past, and then O'Brien said, the past is more important, which I thought was interesting, that the past is more important to cheers to, and then he gives Julia a breath mint. So she doesn't... Well, it's a white tab, I assume. It's a breath mint. Yeah, that's how I took it. Yeah. Um, so that way there'd be no wine smell, because Julia's not allowed to have that have red wine. Like, where would yeah. she procure it from? Mm-hmm. So. And it's uh, probably pretty uh, strong scent, because no one ever has it. So if you have, like, that scent on your breath, it's going to be noticeable. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, in a small space, like the elevator. Yeah. So Julia left first, and then... Here goes Winston, vomiting all over the place, and told O'Brien about his room above Mr. Charrington's shop that he rents. Because he just wants to tell the world everything. Like, what are you doing, Winston? But O'Brien has said that he would find them a new, like, better spot. Because he said that that spot's going to be pretty much burnt out soon. So. Yeah, so that's good. Because then they'll have a new place they can go to, so. And then he asks about, like, oh, do you carry a briefcase? And um, Winston says, yeah. And O'Brien's like, well, what's that like? And he goes, black, very shabby with two stra- straps. And then and then um, O'Brien says, black, two straps, very shabby. Good. One day in the, in the fairly near future, I cannot give a date, one of the messages among your morning's work will contain a misprinted word. And you will have to ask for a repeat. On the following day, you will go to work without your briefcase. At some time during the day in the street, a man will touch you on the arm and say, I think you have dropped your briefcase. The one he gives you will contain a copy of Goldstein's book. You will return it within 14 days. That is so complicated and in-depth. I mean, it's a really good plan, though. Yeah, but it's just so, like... 
you could get it in a month from now, in a year from now, who knows? Mm-hmm. But what I they, he doesn't give maybe the directions will be in the briefcase, but how to get the book back in fourteen days? Yeah, there'll probably be some kind of instructions in the book after That's you read it think. because if it's like a manual, maybe at the end it gives instructions on who to pass it to next. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of what I thought, is maybe they were going to tell them who to give it to next, because if there's a few oh, copies, yeah. they're just going to pass it along to the next And maybe, person. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. That Yeah, probably. It's almost like on um, uh, 13 Reasons Why, how they keep passing on the tapes. Oh, yeah, they just have to keep, yeah. yeah. Um, so then... O'Brien says, hey, so we only have, like, two more minutes left, so what, do you have any last questions you want to ask me, like, concerns, like, want to talk about anything? And this motherfucker, Winston, says, did you ever happen to hear an old rhyme that begins, oranges and lemons say the bells of St. Clemens? I know. He's so random. Like, I would have so many questions about all this spy shit that they're going to be doing. Yeah. Like... Uh, going against the freaking party and anarchy shit they're gonna do. And and he's like, "Do you remember this rhyme from when we were little?" And O'Brien, what the fuck? O'Brien says, "Oranges and limes, or oranges and lemons, say the bells of St. Clement's. You owe me three farthings. Say the bells of St. Martin's. When will you pay me? Say the bells of Old Bailey. When I grow rich, say the rich. When I grow rich, say the bells of Shoreditch." And Winston's like, "You knew the last line." Like, what the fuck? You're about to, like, die. You're giving up your life for this, like, secret mission brotherhood of death. And you just want to know the last line of that fucking... I think it's almost, too, like, you know when you think you're... You try to remember something and you can't remember it. And you can't look it up. You can't ask anybody... This might be his only opportunity to ask somebody. I, I get that. It's just so fucking he's like weird. finally he knows the answer. Yeah, I get that. It's just fucking weird, dude. But it is weird. I definitely yeah. would not be asking about a nursery rhyme. No. So then we end the chapter with, um, or the part with, um, Winston or Winston leaving and O'Brien going back to work and putting back on his telescreen and going back to work. Do you Mm -hmm. have anything else that you would like to add? No, that's pretty much it. That's what happened. Yeah. That's the... That's (laughs) That's what happened. That's what happened. That's fucking right. That's what happened. (laughs) I wouldn't lie to you. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, join us next Monday while when we start part nine chapter two part nine and part nine i think that one is the long one and it's gonna be it is a few um we're actually gonna i think we broke it up into three parts because it's only like four parts because it's only like 80 pages long so you know that's a thing yeah we had to like break it up it's pretty gnarly but i think that's also when we read um we actually read goldstein's book so that's exciting yeah so we did i kind of i didn't i didn't skip ahead but i saw the different writing yeah. Said the different typeface, like the font. So, yeah, that'll be fun. But, um, yeah, so join us next week, and thank you for listening. And don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and listen to us where you listen to all your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell, so that way you know when we post um, 
new episodes. Uh, new episodes and, and content. And don't forget to email us at conspiraciesunlocked at gmail.com. Thank you. Oh, oh what? Oh, oh, what? Oh. God, her face got funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to send out a friendly reminder. We have gotten some phenomenal fan experiences um, that we are going to do a little um, uh, bonus-ode about uh, your experiences. But um, we do would like to hear more, so please send us in anything that may have happened to you, or even a loved one, or something you want to share. It could be about anything, really, UFOs, any kind of conspiracy, cryptic, anything that you feel would be noteworthy that we would like to share with everyone else. That would else. be beneficial to for the world to know. You yeah. know, like if you've ever met a political person or you've ever been part of a government cover up, if you're in the military, if you were if we might even have you chime in and be a guest on our show. That would be fun. Whistleblowers welcome. <laughs> Karen Huda's kids, come on over. <laughs> come on down. You're protected under the act, too. So There you go. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye.